Beautiful. I appreciate you guys all for coming today. I'm excited for this community meetup. You know, we're getting to the end of the first quarter of 2021. There's a lot of effort in the air and there's a lot of excitement, right? And sometimes those get mixed signals. So I'm really excited about today's meetup. We've got Patty Farmer here today. She's going to be talking to us about her background, how she got into the profession of helping people learn to market themselves better and talking about leading with contribution before compensation, right? So that's why we do these meetups. This is a perfect topic for today. When we do these GoDaddy Open We Stand meetups, we want entrepreneurs to feel like there is excitement and effort that goes hand in hand and give them ideas, silver linings, stories, things that can empower their journey. So my name is Adam Griggs. I am the co-founder of Clarify. I'm your moderator today. And I would love to have the community members give themselves a quick introduction on who's here to support, you know, Patty. Uh, Rachel, Jonathan, we'd love to start with you guys. And then Manny, Mashid, and Dublis, we can go uh, after that. Yeah, I can go. Um, hi, everybody. I'm Rachel McCool. Um, I'm from GoDaddy. And I am all about community. That's what I do for a living and also just kind of outside of work as well. Um, just getting people together, sharing like what we're doing here. I think all of us can learn so much from each other. So it's it's always really exciting to to meet all of you and just hear your stories. My name is Jonathan. Um, I'm also on the GoDaddy team. I work as an engagement manager. Um, so mostly doing social conversations and as a natural fit to that, working with Rachel to help figure out how we can build stronger and more accessible communities online. And I'm so excited by how many people are here today. This is, this is a perfect example of why we do this and how we've been able to just bring people together to have these excellent discussions. It's so exciting to see you guys. Thank you all for being here. And thank you, Patty, for doing this. Hey, I'm Manny Larcher. I'm a founder of Collaborate and Elevate and uh, we're building community and it's a pleasure to get connected with this awesome community and everyone. And it's been um, something to look forward to during lunch every Thursday. So thank you. I'm Mashid Alinejad, the founder of Sapware, a sustainable fashion clothing brand. And I'm here to get to know Patty a little bit better and hope I can connect with her and also to support my GoDaddy community, which they're great. I'm so blessed to have you guys. Hello, everyone. I also work at Collaborate Elevate. Uh, me and Manny have been going for almost a year now, right? Uh, going on to a year. Uh, like you mentioned, we're just building community. I'm finishing up my degree at Dennis University. And I enter into the entrepreneur space because I'm very passionate about helping other people with innovative ideas. Love it, love it. We're so glad that you guys are here today. Thank you for coming to not only participate in the conversation, but to offer kudos to Patty because when we have people like Patty come and share their story with us, it can be a very vulnerable thing. Sometimes it sounds like we're talking in an echo chamber um, and it's just nice to see community gather together and have a conversation that's a little bit more in depth. Um, and so Patty, I'd love to hear you know, a little bit about your background. Have you introduced yourself as far as, you know, what you do and, and your mission that you and I've talked about, which is leading with contribution and compensation will follow. Absolutely. So my background for the past 20 years has been in marketing and media. So um, everything that has to do with that, not just social media, but media. And so I'm really about really helping people to be able to get the message out and put it in front of the right people. You know, a lot of people like to talk about target market. I think that's really important. I really like to go deeper than that and really talk about your target buyers 
And to do that, you have to look more than demographics. You really have to look at behavior, right? So right now we have behavior and data and those two things really work for us. My mission really is to help people to design the lifestyle they wanna live and then build a business that supports that lifestyle, not the other way around. Right, I think that is really important. So I'm all about lifestyle, whether that is taking 10 trips a year or whether it's just that you wanna to go to your children's soccer games every single week. So that is something that for every person is different. And so I always like to start with that because I think that is what the most important thing is. Yeah, I mean, when you're starting the journey on entrepreneurship, number one, you're already a little intimidated by the thought of being your own boss, but having somebody like you talking about having a lifestyle with that business is important because that's an empowering thing that you got to hold yourself, you know, in, in commitment moving forward. So I love, I love what you do in your community and I, the way that you bring people on, just like we have a conversation here, you have voices from all over the place that come on and share concepts and marketing ideas and stories and things that are going on in the now. And you and I have talked a little bit about that. You know, we, we can put posts out there that are trends and tips and tricks from years ago, but your podcast and your community, which is something that I love to follow and, and people should definitely check it out, offers tips in the now that people are finding success in. And some of them are very niche oriented. Some of them are very specific and others are just insightful because we wouldn't think to do certain things. So tell us a little bit about how you got started doing that. Well, the thing for me is I'm always about how do I serve my community, right? I really truly believe that, you know, when we're talking about networking, you know, we hear a lot about, oh, your network is your net worth, which I believe is true. But here's what I really believe. I believe that relationships are the currency in today's business environment. And when you're thinking about currency, one of the things that is my goal every single day is if relationships are the currency, I wanna make sure I'm making more deposits than withdrawals. So that is just really important to me. And so I always look at everything through the lens of, does this serve my community? And what are ways that I can do that? So everything for me stems from that. So when I decided that I wanted more ways to reach them, right, to really elevate that, you know, we all know that everybody likes either text or email, phone, everybody has a preferred method of communication. And so in the marketing and media space, it was really important to me to make sure that I could reach everybody in the space that they really wanted. Like, how did they like to get their information? And then the second thing is I wanted to make sure that there's lots of information out there. But here's what I believe too. I believe that Google is in the information business. I'm in the transformation business. Right. And so I wanted to make sure that the information that I was putting out would really help transform someone's life and not just them, but the life of their clients as well. And so when I decided to do the podcast and the magazine and my live events and everything I do, it's like, who could I bring on and spotlight to my network and serve, but serve them with information that is working now, not five years ago or two years ago, but what is working now. And so that's why that is really important to me. It's also why I do it at no cost. This is my give back to my community. So the magazine and everything I do in that realm, there's lots of ways to make money. But I think that there are things that we do that feed our soul. Not everything has to make you money, right? When you are in money generating mode, revenue generating mode, then that does have to. That's why people hire me. But other than that, we serve our community. We don't always have to make money. So for me, those things were really important to me. And I wanted to make sure I had lots of areas 
for that. And I'm excited that this year we celebrated our three-year anniversary and we now have over 110,000 subscribers. So I'm excited. <laughs> Dang. Well, congrats on that. Three years, 110,000 subscribers. That's that's big time. I love, I love your community feel in going back to the lifestyle, right? You are bringing people on with amazing voices and amazing stories and you're bringing them together as a community. And they, we, we might not know each other, just like here in this community, the GoDaddy meetups, we might not know each other, but we see each other. And sometimes it's relevant and sometimes it's not, but the, the amazing part about it is, is there's no pressure. And I love your voice and I love the way that you, you bring that with your magazine, your podcast, and just being online and being, being available to people because you're disarming them. You're allowing them to just take in the information you have and decide whether or not it's right for them. And that's important, I think, especially when you're working in a community and building your own network. Like you said, if you if you approach it with that kind of a context, things that are relevant and proximate to their needs will come up and you will get paid for that. You will get paid for those efforts. You know, we've heard from so many people on on just these meetups that just have such a diverse background and different stories. And I think that's exciting. When you're working in a community with so many different people, right? People that are coming from all over the world with your clients, right? Mm -hmm. They're coming from all over the place. They've got different stories. They've got different needs. How do you find the availability to have conversation? Is there something that you do? Is there, is there like questions that you'll ask that help drive that conversation? Oh, absolutely. So I am really... I feel really strongly in about time, right? And I think that time is more precious than money. You can always make more money. You can't get more time, right? And so for me, I always feel like, I mean, think about when we were in person doing things, how many times, and I know you'll laugh, but how many times did you ever go meet somebody for coffee, right? And I'm all about coffee because I love coffee. I'm a coffee connoisseur. But how many times have you gone and met somebody for coffee? And when you walked out of that meeting, you thought, wow, there's 90 minutes of my life. I'll never get back right? I mean, we all have. And most of the time, it's because we didn't do our work up front. So I always come from service, always. But with that said, within being of service, I want to make sure that I serve them when I meet them as well. So I have like five questions that I ask. And I know for me, I can do these. Now for me, I can do these five questions in less than seven minutes. I have it down now, seven minutes. <laughs> Right. And I'll know it'll tell me exactly where I need to go to serve them to the best capacity, even if they don't realize it, because I want to make sure that when I'm done with that conversation, that I know where to go and I know what I need to do, what my deliverables are in order to be able to serve them. Because I got to tell you, one introduction to the right person could be the game changer in your business. Right. And so it's really knowing what those questions are. And I'm more than willing to share if you want to know. <laughs> Yeah, yes, absolutely. Yes. Okay, <laughs> cool. All right. So these are the questions. So we all know that the number one question that people usually ask, I actually teach all my clients to not say this, but really I don't like the question, what do you do? Because I think we're so much more than what we do, right? Like who are we as people, right? So we're so much more than what do you do? So I always teach my clients to not say that question. And so I replace it with another question. So the first question that I always like to ask someone is who do you serve? 
Because I think it's just a much better question. Not only that, but now it takes the focus off themselves, right? Because now we're talking about who they serve. Because when you ask somebody, what do you do? They'll just keep talking and then they go into sales mode, right? You know, but if you ask them, who do you serve? It's not about them anymore. So it does a couple things. When you ask somebody, who do you serve? A couple of things will happen. One, they'll either kind of look at you like, oh, I don't know, which kind of tells you something right there, right? But not only that, when they tell you who they serve, you should be listening. It's always about ask better questions, you get better answers, right? So when you ask that question, they're gonna tell you who they serve and you should be listening to think to yourself, oh, well, do I serve any of those people too? Like, so maybe there's an opportunity there. And maybe say they told you three or four people and you only serve two of them, maybe you should be thinking, wow, there's an opportunity, maybe I'm missing a gap that maybe I can help fill. But maybe they're going to tell you who they serve and you don't serve them at all. It's just not in your wheelhouse. But then the question is who in my network does it serve? Is this an opportunity for you to make an introduction or do a referral or whatever the case may be and serve your network, right? So it's always about really thinking about being of service. So that's the first question. The second question I always like to say, and I'll just kind of say it like I would say it to you. I say, so Adam, I know lots of people. And if I was going to tell them about you, what would you want me to tell them? And here's why I like that question, because when I ask somebody that question, I say, oh, I'm going to tell, I know lots of people. What do you want me to tell them about you? This is where they don't tell you fluff stuff anymore. Now they're going to tell me the value that they bring to the marketplace, right? Because I just told them, what do you want me to tell people about you? And now we're not having a conversation of about our dogs and all this kind of stuff, right? So not to say that there's anything wrong with that as we're building a relationship, but in this seven minutes, I want to be able to know what my next step is, right? So I feel like at that point, if I know who they serve and I know the value they bring to the marketplace, I'm halfway there, right? That's really what I know. The third question is, what is your phrase that pays? Now, I know they're not going to know that because I made that up, but what it really means, and then they'll say, oh, well, I don't know. And I'll say, oh, well, let me tell you what I mean by that. I say, what differentiates you from everybody else that does what you do? You know, what is it that you do differently? And I have to tell you, I've had so many people say, oh, well, I don't know. And I'll say, oh, well, would you like me to give you an example? And of course, because they don't know what to say and they're biding time and they'll be like, oh yeah, Patty, please give us an example. And so here's the example I always give because it's an easy example. I always say, well, I talked to a realtor and who doesn't know one or 10 realtors, right? Everybody knows a realtor, right? Or 10. And she said to me, Patty, I don't know what differentiates me from anybody else. I said, well, let's talk about it. And in that conversation, and I love how Jonathan said social conversation. I just loved that phrase so much. Um, I will find out about them. And she told me that before she became a realtor, she worked for a builder. And when she worked for that builder, she worked in the negotiation department. Now, I don't know about you, but if I was buying a house, I would love to have a realtor who knew what to negotiate on and what they could and what they couldn't. So that was definitely her differentiator, right? And it was a great one. So when I'm teaching this, I always like to say, before you start asking people this, make sure that you have the answers for yourself, because a lot of times nobody's ever asked them in this way. And they're going to say, oh, you first. So you want to make sure you have your answers, right? <laughs> you know, so those are the top three. And then the fourth one, when I'm wrapping it up, I'll say, who can I introduce you to this week that would be a game changer in your business 
and help your bottom line? Like, who would that be? I just want to know who is that. And then once I ask those questions, so now I know who they serve, which is going to help me to deliver that, right? I know the value they bring to the marketplace. I know what makes them different. And they tell me who they want to introduce me to, right? So I know a lot of information in just those questions. And then the last question that I ask them, and I kind of say it pretty casually, and this is actually easier to do in person, this one, but I have done it on uh, virtually too. And this is what I call the best follow-up call to action technique ever. It's my signature technique and it goes like this. So Adam, what's your favorite social media platform? Where do you hang out? And they will usually tell me whatever, right? The case may be, but here's why I ask that. Because when we get to the point where we're exchanging business cards, so here's what I do. So everybody's legend will be different than mine. So for me on my business card, my top right corner is Twitter. The bottom corner is LinkedIn. Then it's Instagram and then Facebook, right? The corners of the business card for me. So if they say to me, oh, LinkedIn is absolutely my favorite. That's where I spend all my time on LinkedIn. When we're done, I'm gonna fold the corner of that business card on the corner that represents LinkedIn to me. So think about all the stacks of business cards you've ever had. And if you didn't have to go home and connect with them on every single social media platform, and all you had to do was connect with them on the one social media platform that they just told you is where they spend all their time. Like how much easier is that? So you know who they serve, you know the value they bring, you know who they want you to introduce them to, and you know what differentiates them, and you know where they hang out. Like I can ask those questions in seven minutes and I know everything I need to know about what the next steps are and how I can serve them. I love that. that. Those are powerful questions and they're very concise. And I love the end right there because we are overwhelmed sometimes with how and where we should be connecting with people. And often, you know, oftentimes people want to see that you are relevant to them. And social media is a very viable platform to go and try to connect with people only if you do it in the right way. So that's awesome. I love the share. I love, I love your voice, Patty, because a community is your direct reflection of your strength, right? If people embrace you and they, they utilize or engage with you, that means you're doing things right. And if they're not, then there's probably something that we should be reflecting on in, in your voice and these questions you're asking people are so, they're so actionable. I love it. They're so actionable. Um, I would love to just kind of open up the conversation at this point, I guess. You know, we, you talked about people come together in different lights, right? We used to meet in person. Now we're meeting in communities like this online and we're going to go back to a world where it's more blended. Um, you know, I'd, I'd love to have maybe Jonathan chime into this since he's got some background experience on this. You know, what, what does the world look like in the future moving into these? What are your thoughts, Jonathan? I just had to, I'm just so grateful that you went through all of that. I'm so glad you took the time to go through your entire process and how you go to getting this information from people. Just as someone who works in social, it's so, one of the things that I was told when I was much younger and just starting off my career was this saying that I've never forgotten. It's content is king, context is God. And it's that idea that you can see something, you can totally see a post all you want. Like a social media, for example, you see a post, whatever it is. If you don't understand why that's relevant, if you don't understand what's happening in the world around it, that's either gonna have a lot more value or a lot less value. So what I get so excited about this and about this idea of how we can learn so much about people from, from so few questions is that you've you figured out this way to get people, the word isn't uncomfortable. 
but you found a way to get people out of their own mindset to think about their their business objectively and to think about what they want objectively. And it's so exciting for me to just think about how that is, it's entirely rooted in value. And as far as the future goes, like my big thing is I just think that people are only concerned with value. They're going to be increasingly more concerned with value. And it's exactly your point, even about reaching out to them on the platform that they want to be reached out to. Like I get, I get phone calls all the time. Do not call me. Don't call me for anything. If you need anything, if you want to market to me, you can reach out to me on social media. I don't mind that. I'm totally fine with that. But I also hate things in my email. So finding the way that people want to be reached out to is adding value to their day. And doing things that add value, regardless of if they make you money, is what's going to bring value to your business, right? It's Absolutely. that thing where you just sit there and you just go, it's the same thing with that realtor. That was another perfect example. You go, I want the lady that's in my corner. Like, I don't want the one who's going to sell me the house. I want the one who I can talk to about the infrastructure of the house and will be able to say, you know what? I actually know what I'm talking about here because I'm not just trying to get, I'm not just trying to, you know, flip this. This is, I have a genuine understanding of the infrastructure of this building. And I can tell you right now that it's beautiful, but you live way too close to a creek. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Like it really is so significant. So I know I'm talking a lot, but I, I got so excited by just my big thing is I feel like as time progresses and as we find more and more ways to connect with each other, we're going to find more and more reasons to want to cut those conversation streams off or want to find ways to protect our own, you know, working in social media for seven years, like you just, you start to go kind of crazy, like logging on Twitter every day, knowing what's going on. But I think that finding the ways to communicate with people in the ways they want to be through messaging that's relevant to them from a place of authenticity is the way to go. And Patty, it's so fabulous to listen to you talk about this in the way that you have, because you figured out a formula for it. Like you fully just figured out a formula for it. And that is, <laughs> I can imagine that took a long time to develop. Well, what's really funny about it is I have this system for it and it kind of came about like, let's talk old school, right? What I used to do when I used to network and I used to meet people, I always wanted to be of service, right? So, you know, you come home, you have all these business cards. And so I've seen people do all kinds of things with business cards. I put them in those folders and do all of these things. I used to put mine kind of funny. This kind of dates us a little, but I used to put mine in this recipe card box, like mm -hmm. one of these recipe card box with the little ABCD index. But here's what I used to people say, oh, Patty, I never thought of that. Other people, whatever they do, they always do it by name. But who remembers everybody's name? What I would do is I used to catalog them by industry. So when somebody said to me, oh, I would like to be introduced to a mortgage person or an insurance person or somebody who does this, I could just take my box out, look up that industry, and I would have 10 cards in there of people to introduce them to. So once we stopped doing things that way, I had to find another way. Like what was another way for me to be able to be that accessible? And so there's two, well, actually there's three things I do. One of them, I really works for me on LinkedIn. So I'll kind of share that. But um, so one of the things that is really important to me, again, is like being of service. So I have this thing that I call the power five, five things that I do every single day. And I do them all in the morning and people are like, oh my gosh, how long does that take you to do that? Well, it only takes me like 20 minutes, but it'll take people a while till they get up to speed on it. But one of the things I do every day is that I do five note cards. Like I actually write to five people, <laughs> really. 
that's why like you'll see Adam when I did it when I asked for people's address in that form in case we want to send you something something that's what I actually say on my form five people I just randomly pick five people every day I have it right here on my desk and I just randomly do it very quickly no if you do it you can do it virtually too sometimes I have to do it virtually and I never put a business card in it this is really you're just caring about them this is not about you know you trying to trump up business so I do that I reach out to five people that have been that I've collaborated with that were like you know strategic partners for me right and just check on them every day the biggest thing that I do every day though when people are blown away by this is that I choose to make it a priority that I hand out five business cards every single day, but they're not mine. Not my business cards, other people's business cards. And I do this virtually now in a virtual space, right? And so I ask people, how would you like me to introduce you? I'm a speaker and I've been introduced many, many times. And I thought, oh, where did they get that? Like the lead-in wasn't good, right? You know, and stuff. And so really teaching people how to introduce you is really important. So I ask everybody, well, if I'm going to do that introduction for you, would you be willing to send me three or four sentences of how I'll add my endorsement, but how do you want me to introduce you? And I actually on my desktop have those all in a folder. So when somebody says, oh, this is who I want to be introduced to, it's a copy and paste five second deal for me. But the other thing that I do, and I have to tell you, I'm not really systems-based. I had to find these systems for me because I'm really a creative, right? You know, and so the other thing I do is how many times do you read? You see it in social, right? It's all that stuff and scroll. And you see on there, oh, this article or this article or something you've seen. If you thought it was interesting, so will other people. So I have a easy sheet in Google Docs. And it's like a spreadsheet and I have for what I do for a living, right? I have categories across the top. And whenever I do, I just literally copy and paste the link to that article and a couple word keywords that tell me what it's about. Because I got to tell you, every day when I'm looking through my newsfeed, trying to serve, I set aside time for this in my schedule. People will say, oh, I'm looking for this or that. And I love to be able to pull that up and go, oh, here's an article. Because otherwise you're thinking, oh, wow, I read an article. I saw something, but you don't know where to go find it. I keep them so that I can just copy and paste. This is like a copy and paste, super easy thing. And the last thing I do on LinkedIn, which has really been fabulous for me, is the people that I know are my upstream or downstream, meaning the people that people would need before me or the people that would need after me. So upstream, downstream, I have this whole thing on them, right? And so what happens is when I connect to somebody new, I always wanna be of service. So the first thing I do is thank them and tell them, oh, I would love to do some introductions for you. And based on your feed and your bio, here's five people I think would be fabulous for you. If you would like me to do a personal introduction, I will. And I actually have a little blurb about those five people and I tag them. I have them all in this little doc though. So all I had to do is copy and paste. So it only took me a minute and I did that. And what happens, and this is the part where, you know, the people always think about themselves kind of is what it is. Here's the thing that's funny. They always thank me and they love it. And they always want me to do the introductions, but here's what I get more. What would I have to do, Patty, to be on that list for you to introduce me to other people. That's what they want to know. How do I get to be on that list? So I just have it all systematized on my desktop right here. And so I take 30 minutes while I'm having my coffee and I do those things and it's copy and paste and I get it all done. And I know that I have been of service. 
And then for the rest of the day, I can go on and do my business. And as I can be of service during the day and it just comes up, but this is my intentional service that I do. You're just a plethora of awesome ideas and, Sorry. and just your, your voice is so strong and, and passionate. I love it. And you and I were connected by somebody else, right? So mm -hmm. your community and your impact is working and that's how you're growing a, a community that's connected with like intention and authenticity. I love that. Um, everybody that I've talked to that's connected with you is, is just raving about you. So Patty, thank oh. you so much for what you've given us on these powerful questions and how you actually move forward to connect with intention with people and how you follow up. Cause it's important. People want to feel valued. And if you're going to be part of a community, even if you're not the, the voice that's talking, you want to feel valued for being there. You know, like today we've got Rachel, Jonathan, Mashid, Dublis and Manny here and them being able to introduce themselves as supporting you. They might not be speaking, but they feel valued because they're seeing you, they're hearing you, they're taking in your information. And these things reflect on all of us whether or not we take it in and we pass it to the next person and we found value on that or whether or not you felt empowered that they were here. So I'm just so thankful for what you shared with us. I'd love to open it up to everybody yeah. before we kind of run out of time. I think Mashid had something to, to offer here. Yeah, Paddy, I learned so much from you today. You basically are saying, uh, watch people, learn from them and grow with them and repeat, which is really valuable. I agree with you. You. I was just going to mention, first of all, you have so much strength and Adam, you captured that in, in what you say and how you present yourself. And that goes so far in building relationships. Nobody wants to talk to somebody that doesn't seem like they're very confident or um, so wonderful. And all of what you said about, you know, just community building, you know, Business is relationships, life is relationships. And if you're sincere about what you do and, and how you approach business and friendships that comes through and so many other people are gonna recommend you. So um, thank you so much, Patty. I, I would love it if you went into our, our LinkedIn group and actually posted a short post about your some of your tips because they're really amazing. Oh, sure. No problem. I would be, oh, love to do that. Your website. Do you have a website? Do I have a website? Yes, yeah. pattyfarmer.com. <laughs> okay, great. Thank you. Yeah, and Patty, I just want to say thank you so much. Um, I followed you on Cabrain Elevate already, and you just were able to really share a lot. And I'm very grateful for that and look forward to just connecting and staying in touch. And um, thank you. Yeah, I, I think we're all so impacted today more than we know. I, I think if we take this and we just digest what you've given us, some of the actionable insights and the questions you've given us are, are going to perpetuate and impact in a ripple effect so many members of this community. And I just I love the shares today, Patty. I love your voice. I love the fact that you were open and honest um, about kind of how you got in into this light and how you impact your your community. I, I love the fact that you send people notes too. So I just got to say that because we're, we've been trained to, to expect the unexpected, right? And naturally that's usually a negative thing. When you're sending somebody a note in the mail and that makes their day, that's, that's unexpected and that's awesome. So I just, I have to give you kudos for that too. Um, we're at the top of our hour here. I would love to 
share with the community where people can follow you, where they can connect with you? Where would you prefer that to be, Patty? So the easiest way and to get all my information is pattyfarmer.com for sure. We're probably already connected on LinkedIn. And then what I would really love is so that people can see what that is. Like you, Adam, shared like, oh yeah, I follow your podcast and I do all that. But um, they can get a free copy of the magazine too at Marketing Media Money. Name of the magazine is Marketing Media and Money, but the link is just marketingmediamoney.com. And they can actually check out the magazine for themselves. And I think that it is really important to be part of a community. And I love that. Adam was just on my podcast and he was a really great, it's not going to come out for a couple of weeks, but he did a great interview. We talked about, um, we talked about this on the, on the podcast as well. So I think it's going to be out in about two weeks, I think, but he did a great job representing you. <laughs> um, I'm just so grateful for you. Thank you for being here today. Thanks for sharing your story. We'll make sure to drop your links in the, uh, the video afterwards and then definitely connect with Patty. You know, if, if anything, you're going to find fantastic value and insight from everybody that she has on her show and on her magazine, and you will not regret it. So I appreciate you, Patty, and I appreciate the community members for being here today. Thanks so much for, for showing up. Thank you for having Thank me. You. I'm excited. Have a good rest Thank of you. the day, everybody. Bye.